Dad, why do we have rules? Well, so people can live together in peace and harmony. Hmm. I don't know if we have too many rules or not enough. Maybe we have too many people. Then we need more rules. Then we have less freedom. What do we do about that? You've just put your small thumb on a big question. One, two, three, four, five, six. Here we are, ready to do the intro to episode 12. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to episode 12 of the No Wrong Answers Comedy Podcast. My name's Dave Martin. I'm the host, editor, producer. I'm the man responsible for everything that you're about to hear in the following 90 minutes. It's a 90-minute episode, and I know that I like to keep it to uh, an hour, but what the fuck can I do, huh? You know, the uh, people start talking. And uh, time builds up, but uh, we have a good time talking. I think there's some fun questions that we uh, dive into. And we have some great guests that uh, really understood the theme of the show and how uh, it's uh, fun to keep things moving along and moving and grooving. And uh, not a lot of chatter off the top, but we get quick into the questions. But before um, we get into the questions, uh, I want to tell you who's about to be answering them. The guests on the show are, uh, the first guest is Simon Rakoff. And uh, he is a local Toronto comedian, been in the business for almost 40 years. And you can find him at simonrackoff.com for all your Simon Rackoff needs. And uh, let's see, the other guest we have is Katie Westerman. And uh, Katie Westerman is a very funny comic, uh, I think originally from out west, but now makes her home in Toronto. And uh, you can find her, I believe, on Twitter and Instagram at the other K West. You can find her there. Or you can find her at katiewesterman.com. So find Katie Westerman there. And, of course, everyone's on Facebook, and uh, so you can look us up there. Maybe be a friend of us or an acquaintance. Just uh, be cool and don't be an asshole. And the third guest is uh, a friend of mine. His name is Jason DeLine, and he is um, he teaches many a voiceover uh, workshop, and um, you can find him at jasondeline.com. And he also has a podcast that he records on the Danforth, uh, the last uh, week of uh, uh it's a uh, it takes place i believe it's the last thursday the last thursday of the month but you can find him at uh, it's a the comedy album uh, uh book club is the name of the podcast and you can also find him on twitter at jason DeLine, or you can find um, the uh, twitter handle that relates directly to his podcast at uh c-a-b-c uh on twitter so uh, go out and look for him. I was on an episode recently. We talked about uh, the Steve Martin record, uh, Let's Get Small. And uh, it was fun. It was a good time. So go and check out his podcast. Go and check out SimonRackoff.com. And go out and check out KatieWesterman.com. And JasonDeline.com. And I already told you, I believe. Did I tell you how to get in touch with me? DaveMartinWorld.com. And uh, Dave Martin World on Twitter and uh, comedian Dave Martin on Instagram and oh, fuck Dave Martin on Facebook and a uh, day comedian Dave Martin is dealing with is the fan page. Holy shit. And uh, you all know the name of the board. You all know how the podcast goes. I ask a number of questions to comedians. We give them 10, 10 minutes to answer the questions. And then we move on to the next one. So that's how the podcast goes. Here are those questions. Question number one for episode 12 is, if you could star in any movie in history um, and just take whatever actor, if, if you know you see a part in a movie and you want to take that role, what role would that be? What movie? 
any movie in history. That's question number one. Question number two. Um, if you had to be a security guard at a either a sporting event, a rock concert, or the airport, which one would it be? Okay, question number three. Okay, so for the next ten years, every time you turned on a TV, it was Seinfeld, or every time you heard music, it was Bon Jovi. Which one would it be for the next ten years? Question number four. What is the most overrated band in history, and what is the most underrated band in history? Question number five. Um, what is one conspiracy theory you would like to prove either right or wrong? You know, you have to tell the rest of the world this conspiracy is right or wrong. What conspiracy would it be? Question number six. Uh, would you rather um, walk in on your... Uh, would you rather have your parents walk in on you masturbating... Or would you rather walk in on your parents masturbating? And question number seven, uh, where were you on September 11th, 2001? So um, I know that was the last question for the last episode, but everyone's got a different story. Everyone was in a different location, except for me. I hate explaining every time that I'm, I was in the same place. It's not going to change. There was only one September 11th, 2001. And... Uh, so, there I was. Anyways, uh, lots of fun. Uh, longer episode. I'll try to keep them to an hour from now on. But uh, uh, listen up. Enjoy. Uh, thank you very much for uh, Katie, Jason, and Simon for coming down. But here we go. Here are our no wrong answers. All right, well, um, okay, so I, 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 I sent you guys the, the questions earlier today, yeah. and uh, we will go through them uh, one by one. Alert. I did no research. I just... There's no research needed. Yeah, these are research. good questions, though. And there's, I was uh, trying to think of some really yeah, cool bands to sound really cool. I had my really parents cool. fuck, and I walked in on them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's for radio, Mom. <laughs> and then I fucked <laughs> okay. while they watched me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. And How uh, old would your mom be, Simon? Uh, 81. Good for her. She's My still, dad's still, 89. Wow. Oh, wow. Still pumping. That's, I know. And, the, and awesome. the joke is, hey, look yeah, at the, yeah, look look the young. Look at the That's yeah. the joke. Is. <laughs> <laughs> My 89-year-old dad. About my 81-year-old mom. Eight That's years cute. I like that. Junior. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I won't do that here, but <laughs> but I have a sort of related joke about what we're doing, but I'll try to Ooh. save it for the show. Well, uh, let's start off with question number one. Um, if you had to pick one movie in the history of all movies that uh, you would have a starring role in. You could be a bit player if you wanted to, but just pick out one movie where if you've seen it, and then you'd be like, oh, man, I would wish I could have played that part. Can we swap out a character that exists in that movie? Oh, of course. That, that that's character? the whole point. Okay. Like, if you... Not an additional, hi! Just... No, 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 no. Like, if... What, if uh, I'm just going to choose Bloodsport. Like, sure. you would be playing the Jean-Claude Van Damme role mm. if, if you could swap out... You know, you would just take whatever actor okay, you wish this, you had. Sorry. Uh, but, okay, because I, I wasn't sure when, when I read this. Do you mean a casting we'd be good for? Or just like... No, you cast yourself. You, you cast yourself and you have the part. But I'm saying, you know, <laughs> yeah, I get that. But I'm saying, would it be for me or would it be for the audience? You know, like... No, for like, you. Depends for how you. nice Because like, I can think of parts I might be good at. 
Well, you could pick out whatever. It doesn't not necessarily the same as you know what I'm saying. Are you, you thinking Spider Man? Are you wondering if you can be Spider Man? Uncle Billy and uh, <laughs> I mean, it's I, a wonderful I, life. I know I could. No, you know who? I, well, no, the, I, I'd actually be a good Samwise Gamgee. That would be a part I oh, could yeah. play from yeah. Lord of the Rings. Lord oh, okay, Rings. all right. Forgive John, me. John. I don't know my Lord of the Rings. That's okay. Sorry. That would have been a part I could actually have pulled off. I can see that. Saying. Is there a part that you that you would you're like your dream part? Not even. That I would play that they would never give me? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Zorro. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> wow. Is there a particular Zorro movie or just the the, uh, like the serial from the 50s? Uh, well, any of them, but I quite liked the one, actually, the comedy one that uh, George, uh, what's his name, did? Um, uh, the tanned guy. I always forget his name. Oh, uh, not, uh, what's a, not Garrett, not... Uh, Rodriguez? Robert Rodriguez directed one with Antonio Banderas. But no, no, the that's before n- that. It was called Zora the Gay Blade. I think it was George oh. Hamilton. Oh, really? Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, the tan, you said the tan guy. Yeah, maybe. In the 80s or something? Late 70s? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, Haven't seen. Okay. And, so that, that, would be, uh, that would be your, Simon? Well, I mean, you know, yeah. If I could look any way I wanted, that would be <laughs> the way I would, would go. But in reality, yeah, Samwise I could probably pull off with some some ability, you know? I would think uh, I'll, uh, while both uh, Katie and Jason are thinking of their answers, mine would probably be if I could uh, jump into the Dan Aykroyd role in the Mm. Blues Brothers, because I find that that (laughs) movie still holds up. Mm-hmm. And um, you remind me of Dan Aykroyd a little bit. Yeah, as soon as you why, said Dan Aykroyd, you, you could have, have said any movie, and I would have been like, "Yeah, you could also play him." <laughs> what is it about you that's Aykroyd-esque? I don't, uh, I don't know. Aliens, comedy, I've heard, haircuts. I've heard, I've heard that before, and uh, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't shy away from it. Yeah, but, but I, about but the I, facial shape, I see it. Must, yeah, must be something. Yeah. There's something yeah. I, uh, the eyes, but, I think, the, the intense eyes. Oh, okay. Ooh. The uh, but I, I just I find that was, that's one, one of the eyes. one of the Dan Aykroyd roles that still holds up, and um, it's uh, it's a classic, and it's one of the few musicals that you know it's, it still has some sort of like, you know, it, it's not one of those it's not a corny musical. It's not mm-hmm. like it doesn't have that corniness to it, but that is uh, clearly uh, easily one of the the Dan Aykroyd role, and I think it's probably his best mm-hmm. movie. If I can, do you sing? Well, that's in, interpret. I think I as can as good I, as Dan okay. Aykroyd. I, I think I can sing as soon as as well as Dan Aykroyd probably. Yeah. I agree okay. in okay. that movie. Fair. Yeah, you know um, which movie was it again? The Blues, the Blues Brothers. Brothers but you would you would want to be him in the Blues Brothers. H- him in the Blues Brothers Elbert over Blues. over the John Belushi just because I mean because uh, Dan Aykroyd is basically reacting to most of the John Belushi stuff. Right. So I mean I think he I think often I'm a better straight. reactor than an actor myself. But okay. um, mm. what uh, Katie? Where would you if you could think of any? By the way, Zorro the Gay Blade was 1981 and didn't did indeed start George Hamilton. So. <laughs> Who was it? George oh, it did indeed start. Yeah, George. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I thought so. It was funny. Yeah. He played two parts. <laughs> Which well, well he, he played Zorro and his brother like they they both inherited the mantle. Okay, so he's oh, this more funny. classic Zorro, mm-hmm. and then he gets injured, and then his gay brother shows up. Oh, really? Over, and the gay brother, also played by him, wears all different colors, not black. It's like you know every color of the rainbow every time. It's I want to see that. Zorro. I haven't yeah, seen I, that one. And he that. uses a whip instead of a sword. <laughs> oh, that's why whip it good. The gay blade. Yeah, I thought I thought gay blade just meant like the happy uh, sword fighter, well, but yeah, the, I had no idea. The double I thought that was a cool new name for 
gay dicks. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, check out my gay blade. <laughs> yeah. Uncut, my gay yeah. un- uncut blade. Uh, well, Katie, where, where, do you, uh, where do you stand in, as far as uh, um, playing any movie role? Well, when I think about it, I'm glad Hollywood's changing, but I want to do like most of the boy roles. Like, I'd want to be Edward Scissorhands in Edward Scissorhands. Cool. Or, you know. As opposed to Edward Scissorhands in. As, as opposed to like whatever Winona Wider plays. Wasn't he in the Velocity like, Papers? He had a small part. Or like. <laughs> the Pelican Brief. Take care of him, Scissorhands. <laughs> it's so or funny. Uh, you, know, yeah. you, you watch Edward Scissorhands now, so you would want to have the Ed- Edward Scissorhands role? Well, when I think about like, oh, any movie. Like, I was thinking the same way as Simon was. Oh, what would I be cast as? And you're like, uh, I don't want to do what I could be cast as. I want, like, the good roles. Like, I want the beefy, like... And that's and I was thinking about it, and it's most it's mostly, like, a lot of male roles when I was thinking about it. That like, all my sense. favorite superhero movies, like, yeah. Wonder Woman was okay. But, I mean, I, I'd rather be Spider-Man. That would be cool. That's cool. Or Batman. <laughs> was there a female incarnation of Spider-Man, yeah, Simon? of course. Not, okay, well, not a yeah. film it's version. I mean, not a film version. Yeah, in the comics, in the comics, kiss of the Spider Woman. <laughs> She's pregnant for a lot of it, isn't she? Who the Spider Girl? In the comics? Know. Oh, okay. There was Spider Girl. There was Spider Woman. Well, I remember Spider Woman. And Mary Jane even was. And there was a Spider Gwen briefly. That's right. Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, if they make a movie of that, I would like to do that. That would be yeah. fun. Cool. So you know what's funny is like Edward Scissorhands was on now uh, on TV this afternoon, and I, I was watching a bit of it. But it's amazing how many movies just don't seem plausible anymore if you sort of factor in social media. It's yeah. like, I mean, there is Cell a scene phones. in social media, in Edward Scissorhand, where he's on a TV show. But, right. I mean, he would be a worldwide sensation <laughs> if there was a, such a thing as an Instagram yeah. or, a, or a Facebook or anything now. Well, so I wonder how long that fascination would last, too. Like, I think we'd get used to an Edward Scissorhands within 48 hours yeah. and then move on to a, you know, a kid with a pig face or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Right. You know, we move on very quickly. But in that movie, even in that movie Teen Wolf, like the oh, Michael J. Fox movie. one, but you, you watch that now and you're just sort of like, well, if that movie took place, you know, and someone took one photograph of Teen Wolf, oh, at, yeah. at the basketball like, the media would just flood into the city. Well, he'd be sniped within 12 hours. Someone yeah. would take him out. Someone would capture yeah. Teen Wolf, and then, you know, they'd, <laughs> yeah. they would take his blood, and then you'd yeah. have an army of Teen Wolves. And if you escaped, you'd run for, uh, teen like wolf for Senator Alabama. <laughs> you could be Teen Wolf. Wouldn't that be fun for a female Teen Wolf? That would be fun. It, yeah, I guess that would I, be. There'd be something. There'd be something for everyone watching. She's waking well, up naked everywhere after she goes back. Hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <What's that? laughs> it's just a big Nair commercial. The whole movie. <laughs> I feel like every shower is a small episode of Teen Wolf. In my, <laughs> my house. <laughs> what, uh, Jason? Where would you? Uh, what film would you want to put yourself into? Um, well, I love the movie Ghostbusters and everybody involved with that, and I wouldn't want to change major casting because I really like it the way it is. But there are two roles in that movie. That I would love to play. There's a part where during Rick Moranis' party, slime. 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 There's a part where uh, during Rick Moranis' party, the the terror dog jumps out and hits the wall across um, from his apartment, and this old lady walks into the hallway and looks at it and goes, and walks back in. And it's just such a weird beat. I'd love to play that old lady. Like I wouldn't (laughs) want to play a man, old man. I want to dress up just like that old lady. Hey, the stars. (laughs) Yeah. And then there's another part in the park where Rick Moranis is running around and he starts yelling at this horse. And there's this guy who's actually a New York comedian sitting on the horse. And he's like, hey, buddy, I make the deals. He does the rides. And then he runs away yelling, I will perish I in that. flame. I will perish in flame. And then the guy on the horse goes, what an asshole. I just want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. My question with the, uh, with the whole Ghostbusters, uh, I guess, 
uh, what would you call it? Uh, the, well, the whole Ghostbusters series. What yeah. what exactly was Slimer in the first place? Like well, what 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 died to create Slimer? Well, this has been answered, I think, in video games afterwards in like a flashback. But I don't know how canonical that is. I think he was supposed to be like some kind of banker or something, but he was very greedy and like sort of gluttonous. Well, yeah, but then why would he just turn into like a blob with eyes? Uh, yeah, I guess it's just sort of his ghost form. No, but didn't not, they not talk a lot about humanoid. sort of just various sort of spiritual manifestations and things? Like they're yeah. not all ghosts of specific dead people. Oh, okay. Some of them are just sort of. I think he is supposed to be, though. But I think ghosts just take on different things depending on what they were like in life or whatever. Yeah. Dakar used to say he was the ghost of John Belushi, uh, Slimer. Oh, okay. <laughs> Slimer seems like the ghost of, like, a bad fart. <laughs> just yeah. hanging around. Yeah. I, I guess so. Uh, well, I guess I, I always have just, even as a kid, I remember being hung up on Casper the Friendly Ghost is technically a dead child. Oh, right. The, uh, yes. the Canadian and, kid. What well, was his name? They used to love cancer, him. Well, because he is completely hairless. <laughs> Devin, Devin well, I didn't, I didn't go. I didn't go that him? far into it. No, I'm it. just thinking. Yeah. If you look at him, I From mean, the, what uh, kid looks like that? Well, unless also, he's going through chemo. The chemo, yeah. Oh, and also he's doesn't have any clothing on either. Or skin so. or bones. Oh, I'm I mean. sorry. I'm molested. <laughs> Way to make it even creepier, <laughs> Or he's one of, wearing one of those full body suits that you see some, sometimes people do now. Yeah, in but, your fantasies. Anyways. Well, just the full body <laughs> suit. That's not, it, Dave. I changed my I answer. I want to be Christina Ricci in Simon's Casper. Out. I had a big crush on Casper. Christina Ricci and Casper? Yeah, I want to be her. Uh, Was there a Casper movie that I'm aware of? Yeah. Yeah. And Aykroyd does a cameo as uh, He's the dad. He's he's Christina Ricci's dad, isn't she? So do they explain how the kid died in that movie? Yeah. Yeah. Pneumonia, I think, after sledding with his... uh, brothers and sisters yeah. oh. i think there's a flashback yeah. right or maybe he just talks about it i think he talks about it yeah okay. oh okay good well all right well there's, there's i'd make out so that. hard with that ghost yeah. <laughs> i remember all those harvey yeah i changed my kid that's what i want to be in. hot stuff and oh yeah hot stuff spooky and wendy the witch and yeah wendy which wait which one was hot oh yeah hot stuff was the devil he was but the what devil. Didn't, yeah. didn't wendy wear like a red horned like, no she, she just had no? a cape oh cloak confusing good Right. Yeah, I don't know if they do those anymore. Do they? They still write hot stuff? And you like, mean about demonic children? Because <laughs> <laughs> really they still adorable. have Archie comics. <laughs> yeah. I would love for a cameo from Hot Stuff to be in the new Riverdale Netflix series. It'd just <laughs> be, be so hysterical. out of place. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead friendly kids. They don't. They're not at all upset about all the stuff they can. Well, yes, if you were a ghost in in that world, then you could go to just Disneyland if you want to. Just sure. Yeah, do whatever I mean, you want. Yeah, I guess. Well, so it depends how you react to the physical world. I mean, you could sit on a ride, but will the ride just go through you and you just where you began? Uh, or can you ride with the roller coaster? Would there be any joy in that? That's why you have to like <laughs> inhabit people's bodies and take over. I think that's. Where, oh yes, possession that's where that is, comes is probably in. the. The biggest selling point of being surprised there's not more possessed people at Disneyland. If I was going to take over well, someone's body, that's where I would do it. Identify them. Maybe Why? there are. Just stand in so line. Can you imagine? You take over a body. It's the like first just person. An hour of standing there. You're well, like, why would why wouldn't true. you just take over the person at the front of the line? Why would you take anybody else? Because there are rules. Okay. like don't butt in line. You don't butt in line. You have to. You have to possess the back person. You still respect the line. Yeah. You know. Come on. I do I take the first person. Yeah. No Don't one's gonna know. You're, you're, I possess you're. the Make a Wish kid who gets to go to the front <laughs> of every line. Yeah, then you get pushed around in a chair. You don't even have to stand up. Oh, That's the world great. is yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you don't want to. They have it the best. The, the Make a Wish kids have the best <laughs> lines. Oh, I can't, Let's I can't. not kid ourselves. <laughs> I can't wait to get IBM. They're so wish lucky. Kid. Yeah. I wish I was a Make a Wish kid. I'm too old. That's the only reason I'm not. Okay. 
All right. <laughs> I like how we stayed on topic there. <laughs> yeah, okay. impressive. Well, so let's see. Question number two would be, uh, where would you rather be a security guard? At a rock concert, sporting event, or the airport? It's so easy for me. Rock concert. Rock concert? Because I'm not a sports guy. Okay. And but remember, you are a security guard, so it's not like you necessarily get to sit and no, enjoy and watch but, the show. No, but I mean, but... if stuff's not happening... You're probably not having to do much but watch what's going on. Airports, I hate airports. I don't want to be anywhere near an airport. They're soul-sucking places and so busy. The sporting event, people get into fights where people get really seriously hurt. But a rock concert, I mean, maybe you'll get a couple of guys who are smoking weed or getting a bit of a mosh pit thing. But uh, if you like the music, it's not going to be that bad. I mean... Yeah, no, I'd have to probably... I think if I had a choice, I'd probably be saying... Yeah, if I had a ch- I think I'd probably take a rock concert, yeah. too. Yeah. They, they all suck. I don't want to be a security guard. I mean, no but offense to anybody out there. But one, you'd but. probably think that I'll probably people are probably at their best behavior when they're at the airport, and probably people mm. are not inebriated at the airport, too. That's true. But at so, a rock concert, they want to watch the thing. They're there. I think people get the drunkest at a sports event. Right, right. The, um, and they're the most, like... Like there's us and them there. Rock concert, everybody's on the same team until right. something happens. But at sports, it's not. It's very divided. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I, I guess I would worry about having to separate some like drunken people at a sporting event rather yeah. than like, I mean, yeah. If you're at an ABBA concert, everybody's you're, there for ABBA. You know, okay. it's not like unless it was like an ABBA and ACDC double bill. Then yeah. That would be a, that, that, that uh, yeah, that's unlikely. But <laughs> and, and Katie, where would you if you had to be security at any one place? Um. Actually, I'm t- I'm teetering on the airport too. Yeah. Because I'm almost saying I'd almost say airport because people want to get through the but best it'd be they can. Boring. It'd be well, it would be yeah, sure, it would be boring, but it's a job, so it's I like guess. you'd probably want to just get in, get to the airport, and then just get through the security, be as well behaved as you can. That's why I like the concert. It's in the middle. It's in the middle between boring and dangerous. Yeah. No? All right. Well, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with airport if I have to. All right. Um, I would only want to be a security guard at the airport if, like, a huge drug bust was going down, and I'm the one wow. who did my job and discovered everyone. You really want to be a hero? Gets okay. to, like, keep it, <laughs> and then gets to keep it. <laughs> yeah. But I Yoink. think I think actually rock concert. But I've never had a job, a day job that I didn't like push to the point where then I had to be fired from, like, because <laughs> I just don't take it seriously. And being security at a rock concert, absolutely, I would. Take every liberty. Like, can you imagine? Like, oh, just to be backstage where I shouldn't be. I'm like, yeah. no, it's fine. I'm security. Like, I would just taking coke off it. teenagers that you then just put in your pocket. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, no. I don't even do coke, but I Me hear neither, it but sells. But if it was well, free, so. and <laughs> had a rock concert. Potentially. Is that wrong to say I would? I wouldn't do coke, but I mean, if but if I took it, it off children? some ke- teens, I would sell it to other, to other, teens. To other Not teens. Not to teens. Sell no. it back to them. No, to, yeah. <laughs> to responsible the to responsible adults. That's who would right. sell it to. No, but I, I would just... Gonna, what are you going to do on this Coke? Are you going to be a good person? Okay, yeah. All right. Yeah, how do you define... Are you going to get your taxes who's, done? Who's all allowed right. to do Coke? Who's a responsible person who <laughs> well, does that's, Coke? Well, again, that's kind of above and beyond my scope as a security <laughs> at enough. the rock concert. Slash that's, Coke dealer. <laughs> slash, slash also Coke dealer now. Yeah. But yeah, it would be a rock concert, and I would just push uh, my way, like... And, and, and if I got fired, I got fired. I don't really want to be security anymore. Right. My See, dad used to, he's a police officer, so he get hired for like big security, like Michael Jackson or like Billy oh, wow. Joel. So he's got some really good stories Did about it. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, because he, he gets to be like, cause when they hire like police for security, they get to be like right there with 
with like wow. an MC Hammer. I've got an MC Hammer T-shirt that he gave like my dad personally. Like just like gave oh. a few of the security. <laughs> just like here, thanks for coming to the show. Like you, you have to be here. Don't all worry. Of, all the financial troubles that MC Hammer's gone through over the years, you'd think that he's probably going. Like, oh, well, that's man, why. That one T-shirt that I gave away. Apparently, you know, they were all like it. really high-end T-shirts. He was. They, yeah. You know, he's giving out like eighty-dollar T-shirts, and when you're doing that to every security guard, you're gonna get. Be- them it's just that. so nice. So my dad's <laughs> stories are like he'll so tell me like fun sick. stories that I don't want to repeat, but about some rock stars, you're just like, what? Did you arrest him on the spot? He's like, what? So they can't do this show and piss off everyone them. in Calgary? No. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay, okay. I hear these stories. Was your dad molested by Michael Jackson? <laughs> Is this where you're going? Her dad's Corey him. Feldman, ladies and he gentlemen. Is, he's like Michael Jackson's biggest fan, so. Maybe yes. My dad Maybe like yes. Probably. <laughs> no, he's, he's Michael Jackson's Get biggest away fan. With his hands. He had enough yeah. of a baby face to uh, yeah. Yeah. get pushed by the... Uh, he the has the glove. other glove. Yeah. That's how yeah. close <laughs> they are. Is there a Neverland postcard on your fridge? <laughs> you know? Yeah, with tear stain. It's a big poster he puts on his ceiling. <laughs> I don't quite get it. <laughs> right above the, uh, the bed. <laughs> well, I think probably if... He, that's another thing, too. I guess confiscating stuff, you'd probably get the best stuff at the airport. I want to see people lie to my face when I'm like, Kate, we're doing a cavity shirt. Uh, unless you can tell us, honestly, we're not going to find anything. Like, I don't know. Just seeing their faces <laughs> when they're like, oh, I have so much cocaine in my butt right now. What do I do? <laughs> well, but see, the thing, I want to see I, their faces as they lie. I've, I've lost two Swiss Army knives trying to go through security at the airport. Why mm. did you not learn the first time? That's... Uh, well, I just forgot the second time around. Okay, I forgot to put it in my, you always in carry my stowaway a luggage. One on you? I usually do. Yeah. 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 And um, and then the just it's it's one of those things because they're sort of like, all right, well, you either you either have to give it to someone else who's just outside the gate, or you, you never see right. it again, or you never see it again. Yeah. And most likely, most people are sort of like. Ah, fuck, it's a $45 Swiss Army knife. Yeah. All right, I got to get on this plane. So. It sucks when that happens. Like, it'd be great if you got screened before your luggage was gone. So you yeah. could just yeah. drop it in there. That would be, oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, but yeah. then you could have stuff in your luggage that you would take out. But you can't get it. On the it, plane, you're not allowed to carry. No, you uh, don't have, you mean the you luggage you don't have access to. You can't to. carry it. Yeah, but yeah. So you forget you got something in your pocket or whatever. No, but you, you understand through, you the danger the of it security-wise. Yeah, but it if you go, go the other if, way. But if you go through a scanner and they find some stuff, they can say, if they have their bag, your bag with you, yeah, they've taken yeah. it from you, and they go, we'll put this in your bag for you. Oh, yeah, I see. That, okay. That'd be great. Right. If they could combine those two processes, that would be yeah. a lot less that painful would be awesome. Or you could, you know, remember and. Put it in your bag. <laughs> yeah. Yourself. Can I tell you guys a secret? But it yes. can't leave this room. And anyone listening to the podcast, please don't call Peta and take away my pets. I have uh, I've I have three hedgehogs. Peta? Yeah. No I have three hedgehogs, and I let them run around my house like they're litter trained. So I, they're in cages wow. a lot of the time. But I also let them run around my house. And my friend, her brother, just stayed over. This was this month. <laughs> this month, and he left his suitcase open. And then he went off to the airport, and we got a call <gasps> at like seven a.m. Oh. And one of the my hedgehogs had crawled inside his suitcase in the little home, and it went through security, and that's where they found it. Is he okay? <laughs> yeah, they, the hedgehog's they, fine. Did they? Yeah. Fi- did security find it? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. but they saw so it on my X-ray. So does this hedgehog live in Milan now? Or like What's that? It's fine. It's back in my house. It actually, oh, it back. was, it, this is the worst, it was a pregnant hedgehog. So I immediately was doing research, like, how, how is this X-ray oh. going to affect the baby, it, it was such a small dose that it's fine. Hedgehogs. Many, many animals go through. In Europe, they used to have, if you brought an animal, it would have to go through the x-ray and stuff. So I was like, all right, should be okay. But yeah. So, <laughs> so now you're going to get a cow-sized hedgehog. Oh, I figured radiation. it might just have, you know, mentally 
you know, deficient hedgehog. No, they, she has three babies. Or super that matters. Possibly super intelligence. <laughs> but wouldn't that be a fun day at the airport? Like, everyone, it was at WestJet, and they thought it was so hilarious. <laughs> well, <laughs> they had to go pick up I'm this hedgehog, okay. and he was held back. Is there an issue with so taking a hedgehog? Yeah, you can't take a hedgehog on your carry-on. And really? Just, and it, it, like, I, it probably looked like he was hiding That's it. good like, info. He had no idea this hedgehog, had, none of us knew it crawled into his luggage. And it was just like, this is my well, nest now. Well, the hedgehog knew. This yeah, reminds me of Richard Gere. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys know the Richard Gere story with the hamster. Yes, but like, take very good care of them. They haven't been in anyone's luggage since. Uh, would Richard Gere home. be allowed to have had the hamster where he allegedly had it and get on a plane? Uh, is that he wouldn't be smuggling sitting on wildlife? <laughs> no, but I, I that's guess that's considered carry on. Like you can't. I know, but you can't yeah, have so. that. Well, that's carry in. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but th- I think in that scenario, the hamster doesn't actually live. No. It's supposed to die in your butt. Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not. Um, I'm sure it wants oh. to. I thought the idea was that it scrambled <laughs> around, and that was part of the fun. Of I it. know. I think it scrambles around for until a it. Bit. Dies. You're supposed yeah. to have a tube for it to escape. No, or? I don't think it. No, I don't think yeah, it, it's, it's called supposed your to elementary canal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if the, the the hamster's supposed to make it. Simon Rakoff, where would Gosh. you uh, like to be a security guard? Well, it's an interesting question. Part of the problem for me is is. Do I want to be a security guard? Do I care about my work? Instead of Zorro. Oh, right. One question doesn't relate to the no, other. No, they're not. They can. Okay. Sorry. Of course, if I was a security guard and Zorro, no one would. No, you have to. Ad. You have to be a security guard. <laughs> right. No, I, I get that you have to, but I'm saying, okay, if I cared about my job, like yeah. if I took it seriously and wanted to make a difference. Oh, you're one of those. Then it would Jesus. be airport. <laughs> right. Right? Because, you know, if something goes down at the airport, you're actually possibly, you know, saving lives, making a big difference. So that's mm. if... I'm a security guard, and that's what I want to do with my life, right? That's fair. But if I don't care about being a security guard, and it's just that's my job, right? Right. Then, yeah, probably a rock concert, because sport sporting event. I mean, it would be fun, but you're busy and you can't really watch. Whereas a rock concert, even if something's going on, you're still hearing them play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Like you never not aren't hearing what the music is, right. yeah. regardless of what's up. So, and if you like the music, then bonus, but. Right, I have to that. It. That's true. If it's if it's always a concert you hate, I mean. <laughs> but how often do they have the same concert? Like you know, a couple. Of, see, because I, I worked as an usher at the Pantages Theater when Phantom of the Opera was there. Mm, that's a nice theater and uh, gorgeous theater. But you, you really, I mean, if you didn't like Phantom of the Opera, you know, <laughs> tough shit. You know, you were hearing it every yeah. night. You lose your mind. But I remember I, I worked at one of the bingo hall or one of the bingo setups that they had at the CNE. Um, this is back in the late '80s, and uh, it was we were right beside Exhibition Stadium, so we heard all the concerts because it was like the David Bowie Glass Spider tour. Cool. There was like uh, Chicago. There was Tina Turner, and um, so you got to hear all these amazing concerts, and you were just right beside the stadium. So I mean, I think hmm. uh, I mean, yeah, the, the enjoyment of being at a rock concert would be fun. But uh, yeah, that's then. I still would have to go but with today. The... It would be Nick Jonas. Yeah. And, oh yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. you know, that's the problem is that is that right. There's nobody I would want to hear that's actually touring currently. Well, def- yeah. Define rock concert. You did say rock concert. I did say yeah, rock yeah. concert. Yeah. Question, not concert. So well, I mean, let's well, we'll just go with concert. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. Say. So Selena Gomez. 
Yeah. All I'm Yassi! saying is, is that rock? Is that what they call rock now? <laughs> no, no it's not rock. ACDC and Guns N' Roses are still out there. But you'd have to deal with the, whoever the fans are for that concert, too. So that's where that's where it gets a little right. So nobody picks mm-hmm. sporting event in the end. No. No, because no, I think the sporting events could probably get the most violent. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. also your favorite part, if it's your favorite team, you're not going to get to see, like, the touchdown, like, whatever it is that happens, you're going to be busy during yeah, the pinnacle probably, moments and dealing yeah. with drunks, I think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Here comes the bell. Boom. All right. Question wow. number three. Um, this one's kind of uh, odd, but uh, if you, <laughs> as the other two were not, um, okay, if, you had, if you had to choose for the next 10 years, every time you listen to music, no matter what the situation, it was Bon Jovi, or every time you turn on the TV, it was an episode of Seinfeld. Now, are you talking cable TV or like, can I still put a DVD in? Uh, yeah, that's interesting. No, Seinfeld plays all the parts in the DVD, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Star Jerry Wars is like playing all every, yeah. all says every time you Titanic, listen to music. Jack and yeah. So that means yeah. the every any part. music. So every it should part. be any time you Never turn go, on the TV. Jack. Yeah, no. So every time you turn on the TV. <laughs> Why do people let go? Who are these? <laughs> the, uh, no, every time you turn on the TV, it's always Seinfeld. So you could put in DVD after DVD. It's always Seinfeld. Okay. And this is for 10 years. So movies and TV are ruined so at home. No, you can so go, go to the, the movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, so and yeah, oh. if you could go out to the movies, but yeah. every television if Seinfeld is, your is Seinfeld. <laughs> okay. uh, so if you, if you went, even if you went into a bar, I mean, this is kind of another level to it, is if you went to a bar <laughs> to watch a sporting event. I paid 60 bucks to get in this bar to watch Tyson and Riddick. Yeah, or if you Riddick. wanted to, yeah, if you go to watch a UFC event, Everyone else is watching the UFC, like, but, but deal with the punching. Yeah, <laughs> but every episode, but but you you are watching Seinfeld, but everyone else is watching the UFC. Does does it go through the whole rotation of the entire show? Yeah, it's so just it's not yeah. the same episode over and over. No, no, not the same episode, but it yeah, happens no, to be that, Seinfeld. That's what makes it Seinfeld over Bon Jovi. Is Bon Jovi has a very limited, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, what whatever you call it, um, what, catalog, what, catalog, yeah, compared to Seinfeld, like. Yeah, and you know, if you have to right. choose, at least there's you know a million seasons of Seinfeld. There's quite yeah. a few episodes compared to Bon Jovi songs. Well, but Bon Jovi actually has a probably like a twenty year catalog of. Yeah, but I know three of those songs. If I could guarantee, this would actually be a fun party trick. Every time I turn on a musical device. Shot through the heart, and you're too blind. But see, what's the problem oh, is that you're, but but you're the only one hearing Bon Jovi. Oh, so everyone else is just thinking crazy. Yeah. yeah, you could be like, but yeah. but then so if you're, oh man, you know, you could be out. Uh, you know, if if you went out Christmas caroling. Okay, it doesn't or, say you hear Bon Jovi or you see Seinfeld. It says it was Bon Jovi every or time. It is Seinfeld. But you're the only so, person that hears it. You're saying it's he's, just he's you. It's it. just you. So okay. if you yeah, if you go out oh, and God. there's Christmas Christmas carols playing, you're hearing So like you're out you're you like have a romantic evening with a lady and she says, Let's watch Love Actually and turns it on, but for you it's you know, <laughs> Seinfeld. The not masturbating episode. Right, yeah. I see. Okay. And, and then, I definitely but, pick the Seinfeld one then. Yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. See, I think I would probably I would probably choose to listen to Bon Jovi for ten years and then but then I could watch all the T V I want. Because then technically you could mm. actually uh, you could listen to music through your TV. Oh, I didn't think of that. Right. Oh, I see. I right. You still have access to the other. Oh, yeah, of course. That's a cheat. Yeah, but see. But I see, see. Yeah. So, but, but then, at the same time, you go to a concert, mm. you're hearing Bon Jovi, no matter who you're actually... If you go to the opera, you're yeah. hearing Bon Jovi. I yeah, wasn't I mean, thinking of it in terms oh. of so I never turn on the radio. 
What about podcasts? Can we can we still listen to podcasts? Uh, but if, well, if there's Bon Jovi, uh, but if there's music in the podcast, you're hearing Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Yeah, I, I think I'd pick the Seinfeld thing, too. No, no, yeah. now I'd pick the Bon Jovi because I'm more really? likely to watch TV than listen to music. So I'm opposite, I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm... so I would just stop listening to the radio and put on <laughs> TV all the I time. I watch TV at home, but uh, if I go out, I can't imagine. I don't feel like I consciously think music's so important to me. I got to have it. But that's but when think you think without having it. It'd yeah. be really weird to oh, be on be the horrible. subway with no music. Yeah. I put on talk um, radio all the time. And if I could still go to the movies. Yeah. That's what I liked on TV most is watching movies. I don't. Yeah, but you can't watch them on TV anymore. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's no, but all... I could go to the theater, so yeah, I you still get that theater. entertainment once. Mm-hmm. And Seinfeld's a decent show. I mean, yeah, it's if a decent the, show. If but the show over... was like Quincy, it would be a very much harder decision. It was <laughs> murder. <laughs> I know it's mine's, always murder. Mine's still the same. I I don't. I rarely watch TV. Like, I'm a big book music person, which people be like, oh, that's so book cool. Music. But I find in this industry, being a comedian, makes me so ignorant. But yeah. I just, that's I keep okay. being like, oh, I'm going to, no, I'll definitely watch You're these TV shows. You're ignorant so, so definitely... many industries, Katie. <laughs> I know, on so I many levels. I narrow it down. <laughs> <laughs> but TV is just one thing I just, I never really watched. I've never really gotten into. I've never watched anything more than, like, a second season in. Like, I really try, mm. but I just. You don't know how I Friends know. ends? <laughs> yeah, they like, I've seen episodes of Friends. Die. I haven't seen yeah. all of them or anything, right. but it, I wouldn't miss. I don't miss TV when I'm not around it, and if everything was Seinfeld. I would miss music, I think, more yeah. than I know. Like, just. I, th- I would miss being Even when you're out, watch... if you're just out with your friends and they're playing it's music, yeah. and it was Non-stop just Bon Jovi, Jovi all the time, that would grate on your nerves. Like, you wouldn't be able to have a. After a couple days, you wouldn't be able to have like proper days. Be like, why am yeah. I always so? Like, I love Bon Jovi, but if that's all I could hear, I'd get so yeah. angry. <laughs> well, it's like Christmas music. Like, I I yeah. love all those old Phil Spector Christmas songs, but if they were on twenty four hours a day all year, yeah, I'd lose my mind. Yeah, and if that's well, bon Jovi, either of these I mean, would ultimately uh, make you crazy. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. Well, you could avoid the, the television more easily. I think that's why I picked that one. The music's yeah. everywhere. Yeah, but um, I also I think that you could. But like Simon said, you know, you could listen to a podcast, you could listen to talk radio, and mm-hmm. then if there was like a, if it was like a musical intro to whatever. But you talk walk radio into Walmart or any bar, there's music everywhere. Wait, what if time. you had Christmas carolers show up to your house? Would they have to sing Bon Jovi? Or you would, you would, you would hear that then. You would hear Bon Jovi. How weird would it be if it like was lyrics to Bon Jovi, but to the that. tune of like Deck the Halls, <laughs> yeah. like. Uh, what, Shut what? through the heart and you're to blame. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> give up a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I picked that one. <laughs> living on a prayer, living on a prayer, living on a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> but also you have to think, how, think of all the Bon Jovi music that you haven't heard. You know, then you could. Well, just how just, can we? <laughs> well, no, but I'm just saying. But if you only know three, three or you're four gonna songs. You're going to know all his songs. Yeah, eventually, after probably after a, a month. You could probably get a doctorate somewhere and teach uh, Bon Jovi theory by the yeah. time you've been doing this for 10 years. I would use it like intimate poetry. Like I just came up <laughs> yeah. with this line to tell someone to their beautiful face and be like, wow, you're so deep and wise and shit. And you like, think yeah, guys haven't tried that already from. all through the 80s? <laughs> bon Jovi poetry is... I'm new. Up. I'm going to be a boy this next year. Well, <laughs> and then there's, the always, year. Yeah. then there's always that issue of just like, oh my God, well, do I tell people that this is all I hear? When I when people play music is, or you can, or I guess it's your choice if you want to keep it yourself. I think so, if you were in a relationship, you would have to be with someone who would believe you, so they could 
like, can we just turn the music off for an hour, yeah. please? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, your Bon Jovi thing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, uh, I think that's a necessary it's not conversation. It's Bon Jovi thing. It's a curse. Yeah. Dave Martin put it on me. <laughs> like, imagine you were dating, like, someone who was a musician, like an up-and-coming musician. They're like, oh, man, I wrote a new song oh, yeah, for you. And it's oh, just yeah. like, shot through the heart. Like, oh, yeah, it's good, honey. Like, you would have to tell them. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be uh, that would be an issue. So, okay, Nightmare. so let's let's just we'll, we'll get uh, so Katie. Where are you? You would take I'd I'd still do even though the Carolers singing Bon Jovi would be fine. I'd still pick the every time you turn on TV it was Seinfeld. Okay, yeah. and Simon, where are you? No, now I've changed my mind. I would do the Bon Jovi because I want to be able to watch all the different TV. Yeah, okay, and so Jason, where are you? The thing that I would really it'd really be hard to miss is to never be able to see any Saturday Night Live or late night talk show stuff again. But so you, I would I would still pick the Seinfeld thing. Music is just so pervasive. And it's only for 10 years. But then to think of all the shows only we did. 10 I, I thought years. it was forever. No, no, no. Oh, there we go. Oh, I didn't read it properly. Next 10 years. years. It's still yeah. 10 years. <laughs> I thought we were all talking about 10. It's, yeah. Okay. Question number four. Um, all right. What is the most overrated band in history, and what is the most underrated band? Bon Jovi, the answer to both questions. <laughs> That's all I can think about. <laughs> um, all right, well, uh, Simon, we'll start with you. What? Um, I, this is the one, the one I most thought about, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. And me too. It's a tough and one. No, it was easy no, for yeah. me. Most overrated band in history, you too. Oh, that's what I thought of, too. That's Seriously, so interesting. interesting. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't think they have any talent. I just think they and their fans think they're really like, oh, man. it's almost a religious thing. And I just think, yeah, they're okay. So you can't say bad things about them because they've done yes, so much for AIDS and things. No, I'm saying like as a general, like I feel like some people who feel the same would be like, oh, but I feel like I'm going against every charity they ever do concerts for because it's yeah, every but, concert. But part of it is also like, you know what it is? It's a little bit like, it's a little bit of, of you know, it's like they're making up for the fact that they're just okay by like <laughs> by, by by being so altruistic in their right. mission that it's sort of like well you know you know i know they're a little overwrought and a little hyper emotional and a little you know not just just not very original like you know every song's basically the same do but, you see the place where they know, they really do give a lot to Charity. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but do, do you, you think know. they peaked somewhere and have been on a downfall since? I never thought. I never always thought them. they were a little too full of themselves. He, he sounds like he's putting on a sexy voice all the time. Like, like this song will take your panties off. Well, like, there, it just something has this, yeah. there does seem to be a lot of like overcompensating with uh, you two. I'm just like Fuck me for the children <laughs> of Africa. <laughs> That's the whole thing. That's perfect. <laughs> That's Bono's mantra. <laughs> and your most uh, okay overrated band is U two. Yeah. And then underrated Sticks. Sticks. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, catchy, good musicianship, good harmonies, nice, nice, you know, nice tunes that are easy to sort of go. Hey, that's catchy, but everybody sort of thinks they're a joke. Well, I would argue they didn't really evolve as time. I, went I'm not by, saying they're great. But sure. Okay. I'm just saying I think they get a worse rap than they are. Fair enough. That's. I mean, we're ta- we're not talking about quality. It's not even like I'm saying Sticks <laughs> right. is a better band than you two. I'm right. just saying just one that. are regarded as gods, Fair enough. Right. and the other one are regarded as a joke. And I don't think they're gods, and I don't think they're a joke. Right. Uh, mm. Let's see. Okay, my um, previously on uh, an episode, I said that my most overrated band uh, is Rush, and really, um, and then my most underrated band would be the Yardbirds. 
Um, but and well, then, wait a second though. The Yardbirds now, or the Yardbirds when they well, were the Yardbirds thing? isn't even a band anymore. That's so. it. Like looking, people now don't have that perception of the Yardbirds. But don't you think that they probably were well regarded at the time? I, I think they were. I don't. I think they were always seemed as a bit of a transition band when they were around because it was sort of like you know Jimmy Page would be in it, and then boom, Jimmy Page left to go and do. Uh, Led Zeppelin, or, or then Eric Clapton was in the Yardbirds, and then boom, Eric Clapton went on yeah. to be in Cream, and then uh, Jeff Beck was in it, and then Jeff Beck went on to be a solo so artist. So, what era of the Yardbirds do you think is underrated? Oh, uh, well, no, I mean, I just think the Yardbirds from beginning to end yeah. are a very overlooked uh, band, yeah. influential band. And then I think, and then I just I choose Rush because it's just like sometimes uh, I know people go ape shit for Rush, but uh, there's always a part of me. That's like I don't really get it, and then same thing with. But if for this time around, I'm gonna say my most overrated band probably. Hmm, it's a toss up between Pearl Jam and The Grateful Dead, uh, and I'm mm. saying that I like both of them, but um, The Grateful Dead is just it's like I like a lot of their stuff, but a lot of it's. But you when when you have these bands that like have these diehard fans that go on tour and mm-hmm. follow them. I'm always sort of like, oh, okay, I don't want to get it's it. It's like Dave Matthews type of thing. Yeah. But Jimmy Buffett then. Well, there you go. Jimmy Buffett <laughs> could be another one. Of the I don't know if overrated. he's very highly rated, Jimmy Buffett. I think people <laughs> no, just I'm know just they're going to have a good time. the fans that follow him around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, they know they're going to have a good time. I don't think they've, I don't know if any of them would put him on their top 10 list, even if they go to every concert he's in. Like, what is, what is highly rated? Uh, is it people saying they're the best band well, I think, or uh, six, I think oh, uh, successful and then they have this diehard sort of fan base of yeah that's interesting because I feel like Rush is underrated I'm not a fan yeah. but I think they're excellent musicians and they have a following but I think people should probably appreciate their musicianship more than they do yeah but I don't, it's not for me and then underrated I'd probably have to say uh, um Ooh, I kind of want to say Paul Williams, but um, but he's not necessarily a band. Uh, mm. I'm trying to think underrated. I'm just trying to think what band that I sort of listen to. Um, yeah, that'd be have to be a tough one. I'm they should have okay. sent you the questions. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, I know. You had the most time to yeah, think about this. Uh, okay, so Katie, overrated and underrated. Um, most underrated band of all time is definitely um O Town. I don't know if you remember them. <laughs> Butterfly, sugar, baby. No, that's a, that's a crazy town. A, oh, yeah. I have no you idea. Got your no, I got my town. Oh, town. It was a boy band that came out years ago, and uh, we were all so excited about them. We got to see the process on TV of how they pick boy band members, and they all audition and go through different rounds. Oh, it was like a reality show boy band? Kind of, yep. And, and then and they. you're saying they were, they're underrated? Completely underrated. Okay. I have their first album. Uh, it's still fantastic. Okay. Um, that's a sincere answer? Yeah, sincere right. answer. And I guess most overrated, it's still O-Town. I mean, I was so excited. <laughs> I was so excited to see this band really come together, and I got to see the whole besi- behind-the-scenes process. And, I mean, I mean, none of them play instruments, but they all sing, and that's... <laughs> that's well, I that's, think that, I guess that's a sure band back then. they have backup singers, too, but still. Yeah. And sure, yeah, they're mostly just dancing while... Uh, their vocals are played now, at concerts, this but like, sounds like sex to me. Like <laughs> they like, only lasted I was for so one album, and they all I was broke thinking up. About it, and then it was so disappointing when <laughs> I finally had it. Like this is what it sounds <laughs> like, almost the way you're describing. Except it feel doesn't get better like the more you the are involved with it. I mean, yeah. like my first time wasn't till years after O Town, but yeah, that's pretty much it. That's. <laughs> but hopefully, sex got better as O Town got worse. O Town. 
after their first album dispersed, they, they couldn't never get along. They couldn't. Count, I think is what we're learning. They <laughs> couldn't. They couldn't <laughs> take oh, man, themselves to so the in-sync levels, and that really. So many we were right. really cheering for them. I don't. I don't buy a lot of CDs back then. I'd have my brother burn them for me, and I bought O Town CD to support them. And <laughs> I sense a quiet anger there. in you about this. Like, no, the whole thing was very overrated. <laughs> <laughs> and so, <laughs> Jason, we had. Uh, so you wanted to say that your most overrated was you too. As well, I think it is. Yeah, I mean, there are a couple of songs. When I was a teenager, when I was fourteen, I dated a, a girl who was uh, three years older than me. We met in the play, and she loved you too. Yeah. And so when I was at her place, she played it all the time, and it was. Really Did you my... pretend you were really into it too? Um, I I, to I get think that so, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I liked I liked the stuff she was she was playing stuff like I still haven't found what I'm looking for and with or without you and like there's some decent songs but yeah pretty quickly over one album you, you uh, he's got this weird like creepy sexiness to everything like I feel like he could be singing about going to get groceries I bought you some groceries only seven dollars like it's just this weird sexuality and I think he's really in love with himself. Bono and he thinks he's just this amazing performer that everybody loves and everything after I don't know what album was which I think there was like I think Octung Baby might have been like a big one in the, at the early 90s that was uh, had some good stuff on it and then it felt like everything after was very derivative of everything they already done it's a beautiful day like really that's that's a song you wrote well, yeah, it's, it's it seemed like you two at day. one point figured out a formula for both themselves as a Hello. band, and uh, and then that's what they just kept on spitting out. Yeah, but someone told me that at a certain point Bono started writing every song that he wrote was the kind of song that would sound at its best when it was in like a big stadium arena sort right. of uh, venue. I feel like he pulled his lyrics off bumper stickers. I too. hear he wrote. He's a stadium. He king. wrote the charge. <laughs> yeah, he wrote but, uh, that one. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't. I don't, I don't think I was tempted to say the be the Beatles actually. See, yeah. Because they, everybody, people like treat them like they're untouchable, and everything they did was amazing, and they had an amazing ride. Um, and they sold tons of albums, but I feel like the myth of the Beatles sort of overshadowed their talent. I think they're very talented musicians, but not everything they did was gold. Well, the, the one thing is, uh, on, there was an episode that we did where George Westerholm, his answer was uh, most uh, overrated was the Beatles. Mm -hmm. And he said that uh, in the beginning, like, I guess, you know, from like the or like 62 to maybe 66, it's like they wrote some great pop songs, yep. and but then it's sort of like at '66, and even I sort of maybe from maybe from probably Sgt. Pepper from on, uh, onward, I guess maybe probably from, from the White Album onward mm -hmm. to Let It Be, they just sounded like a bunch of grumpy old men. Yeah, I agree. And, I and, mean, and, and there is they were experimenting and were great musicians, but it didn't have that raw energy. My favorite stuff is their first album, Please Please Me. I think. Has so much raw energy and putting it in that time where these boys are just screaming and people going nuts and just getting out all their teen angst like it's it's you know rock and roll. Yeah, well, I just I think that like I mean yeah the, the, when after George brought up that point of like them sort of in their later stuff, it's just sort of like it's like where's the fun? Yeah, I mean I know that you get older and you get more you know introspective and stuff. Well, look like at that. the Stones though, man, they're still yeah, rocking hard. At, but know. I always think that the Stones. I think they're they were at their best from I'd say sixty eight to seventy four, and then both before sixty eight and after 
74, they were basically just trying to sound like whatever was popular. Yeah, well, now <laughs> they're way, a greatest yeah. hits band, and that's working for them. Right. And but I don't think they're as good a band as the Beatles. My, but here's my argument against what you say about the Beatles. So many bands that last even close to that long, they just go, okay, this is what works for us. Let's just do this and keep making yeah. the money. The Beatles were in a position where they could do whatever they wanted, and they said, hey, what should we do? What do we want to do? Let's try something. Let's mm-hmm. do something different. Let's do something unusual. You know, they could have just made the same album. I respect more them times. for that, but I don't. And I, I don't... think it's amazing that they said, let's try this. Let's do this. I mean, they well, sure. invented half the stuff that's still being done today. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that <clears throat> I don't enjoy the, uh, the later stuff that they did. But um, when you're a billionaire, you can try anything. It doesn't make it. Yeah, but great. many of them are and don't. Chicago sure. made the same album 600 times. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Saturday in the Park. But I mean, uh, but yeah, but I mean, I do sort of agree with it. So a lot of the stuff that they did afterwards, they weren't as much of a band as they were just sort of guys that were working together and writing individual songs. Like the White Album is just made up of, you know, there's a Paul song, there's a George song, there's a John song. Sure. I think it'd be cool if Chicago, every album was called like Sunday in the Park, Monday in the Park. <laughs> yeah, they did just <laughs> seven records and that yeah, was it. In yeah. the park, yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, I didn't get to say my underrated oh, band. Oh, sorry, your underrated band. Undo and then your bell. My underra- you can't unring the bell. Damn. Okay, uh, so quick. Okay, so as, well, as a singular mm-hmm. artist, I'm a big fan of Wanda Jackson, who okay. uh, I believe is 70s or 80 now. Uh, she was around during the 50s and toured with Elvis, and she didn't get radio play because she was a woman who did rock and roll, but she's incredible. But as far as bands, uh, Metric, the Canadian the Toronto band Metric, I think they are... A solid, awesome band with a lot of variety, and they don't get a ton of airplay, especially outside of Canada. And uh, they're a tight band, man, and they've got a, real, a lot of great pop songs with kind of a rock edge. So are, I don't are, know them. Are you, are you them in metric? <laughs> are you in Me? metric? Uh, <clears throat> I'm not at liberty to say. No. <laughs> no, you guys don't know metric? No, I don't. No, no, that's no, why I'm, I asked. I'm unfamiliar with Check the them metric. Out. Okay. Um, I can say uh, underrated uh, Beck. All right, let's move on. The fact that you didn't even know my band I, proves well, that I'm goes. right. There, there's good. <laughs> okay, uh, question number five. Uh, what is one conspiracy theory that you would like to be responsible for proving, whether it's true or false? Hmm. Okay. I know this Cause, is a Because I hummed first. Is that where you guys yeah. pointed at me? Hmm. Well. I've always, I've had this theory, and I told my dad this, and he said, I bet you're right. And I, I'd actually love it to be proven wrong, but I've... Uh, I was, my dad, I'm from Alberta, so I was in Okotoks, Alberta, and I was with my dad, and I was, uh, I was cutting up in the recycling, they'd put, like, the six ring of beer cans, and I took it out, and I started cutting up, he's like, why are you cutting that up, and I was like, I just have this theory that everything eventually ends up in the ocean, and he's like, you're probably right, and, uh, and now, like, when I'm in Alberta, he lets me, like, cut up the, <laughs> like, plastic rings, like, I do it anywhere, it doesn't matter how far away from the ocean I am, I just feel like everything eventually ends up in the theory. ocean. Yeah, but it doesn't even have to be in the ocean. No, it could, no, no. I mean, yeah. it could be like get ducks get caught. caught yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. But I, I, I feel, I feel like too. eventually it will be in the ocean. Everything. Once we're all everywhere, underwater, the ice I, I think, melt. I think eventually everything will be in the ocean, and, and I'll just and be glad that I. Uh, the world from cutting those things. Well, maybe like a like a sea turtle that lives through an apocalypse that we don't like as land mammals or something. And will be the new civilization. Yeah. Thanks. To yeah, and it'll start from water again, like it did. Back in the day. Sorry, Grandpa, if you're listening to this, dinosaurs didn't exist. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, sorry, he's a creationist. I'm sorry. I just... 
Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I think you know what I think. He's wrong. Be, You're wrong, Grandpa. I think it would be. Fu- I think I love be, you anyway, but we have different ideas, Grandpa. So, what's your conspiracy theory that the, the everything eventually ends up in the ocean? Yeah, that's as far as I got is conspiracy theory. Oh, no? okay. Did I? <laughs> should I have gone into? Well, there's no wrong answer, so that could be yours as much as I don't <laughs> that's understand. True, yeah. But uh, there's I th- no conspiracy. I think it would be funny if uh, imagine if you could be the person that actually proved that the Earth was flat. Like you had, you're the per. But it I, I know. I, okay, I know that. I know, but it isn't. But imagine if all my it, smarter friends would still never believe it. Though I know, but no, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be the person. But you're the person no way to prove it. it. I don't want to be the person that does prove that. But but I mean, or if you could be the person that like actually said no, line nine eleven was an inside job, Ooh. and I have this the proof. Is a totally different hmm. sort of view. Yeah, of this the is now thing. changing how the world is. I know. I'm just saying. You wish you could actually change the world now. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. But okay, just take any conspiracy theory as ridiculous as you think it is. I'd like to be able to prove that Jews actually (laughs) do run everything, so that people would leave us alone because they'd suddenly be scared. (laughs) Oh my God, we better not fuck with those people. (laughs) So you would like to be the person that does say. Oh, by the way, we do control the we media. We control everything, so watch where you <laughs> point that finger, mister. <laughs> I, I have my Jew phone that I'll just call the... the uh, <laughs> I, I'm on. I'm dialing. I've dialed 9-1. Don't make me press 1. <laughs> this, yeah, this opens up this whole crazy can of worms to be able to do it. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. I'd like to be able to prove that beating Mine kids nice. makes them smarter. <laughs> <laughs> is, that a, is that a conspiracy? Thing no, it's one I just made up. Okay, um, no, but I'm just saying you, you an established. No, that's it's all ridiculous thing. now. Oh, yeah, Dave. I'm sure You've it is. Um, no, for me, for real, it would be uh, to prove that Roswell uh, was actually aliens. Okay, I think that'd be a neat thing. To I don't necessarily believe one way or the other, but I think it would be neat if that were true and we could prove it to the world, and then everyone was just like. Undeniable, we got aliens around now, and there's some in Nevada. I think that'd be a really so you want to be the guy that ex- exposes Area 51. Yeah, and yeah. okay. If we're dealing with reality, <laughs> with like possible real world things, I would like to be the one who definitively proves people landed on the moon. Okay, oh, that's wow. okay. you know, if we're talking for re- some like, people don't believe like that, an yeah. actual thing that mm-hmm. people think is a conspiracy, mm-hmm. that's the one I would like to prove so that people, yeah. you know, just go, okay. We landed on the moon. It wasn't a government plot. The thing is, science can do these. There incredible are some people things. where there's nothing that it is enough for. There's enough proof yeah. out there that we landed on the moon. But, but there are people who won't look for it. No, but they don't want to believe it. But the it. point of the question the is that it theory. leaves no doubt, right? Okay. Right. That's yeah, the yeah. premise. Prove uh, the conspiracy theory in everyone's heart and mind. But exactly. Then you the would world. have to hang out with people who don't believe. People have landed on the moon. I would. What do you mean, hang out? No, with you don't have to hang out with them. But just, <laughs> you know, it's like when you buy pot, and you got to like sit and talk to the guy who sold it to you for an hour. Oh, yeah. I changed my answer. But, then. but like hundreds and hundreds of them, though. Oh, like, I would uh, prove <laughs> that Jesus didn't exist, and that I would never atheism is that. the thing. And and nobody, no. uh, if we could get everybody on board with the same no. religious belief system, I I think that would be amazing. I think I think I, uh, I think it saves too many people, whether it's real or not, that to have. Yeah. Whether whether Jesus was a real person or not, what's embellished in the Bible, I think it saves so I many people that's up to for have debate, that to though. believe. If that in. was a fact, people would have to find something else. No, I. Th- I well, no. people would just have to believe in the kindness of others and, uh, and yeah, their fellow. I mean, man. there's different things not, like they had that cloth over Jesus's face that they actually like. I can't remember what it's called the when Shroud they test. Turin? Yeah, they they test the actual like textile to see how old it is, and it's and the timeline didn't match up from when Jesus died to when right. this cloth. 
You, you think know. that's a damaging thing to well, go that far well, that's, to prove it's, it wrong? Well, that's, it's proof that this wasn't actually, you know, the shroud over Jesus' face. Right. N- no one doesn't believe in Jesus because of that. We're like, all right, well then, well, you know, like, you know, even yeah. if it's clear-cut, supposed to be proof that, you know. Yeah, I think but people also get caught up in these legends and books and yes. and they, they use it as excuses to to have you know racist views and to to keep other yeah. people down and stuff because they can interpret things in a different way like i don't know i don't maybe i wouldn't make jesus real and i would make in a very clear bible yeah <laughs> i would just clear that whole thing up that'd be, Actually, that'd be nice. you know what would be interesting though is if uh if you just were responsible for exposing that there was no god but there was an actual jesus that then, is more believable to no, me. No, I still think, I think you'd ruin too many people. They need know. to have something to believe in. Like, well, then, but you could believe afterwards. in Jesus and the things that he said, and then he still said could, some smart things. And uh, and you could believe him as a person and someone that you could look up to and be like, oh, well, you know what Jesus would do because he was such a great guy. But then it's sort of like then you're almost turning. You know, then you could then you could you know put your belief in any person or something. Well, it also now then, sounds like we're advocating for indoctrinating the entire world into Christianity, which I don't think <laughs> is the way we want to no, go. No, but then but then you could believe Make everyone be Christian. But then you could just make Jesus just one guy and then someone's like, "Oh, I want to believe in what this other guy says." Then you could just follow people, but uh but yeah, yeah but if you I, yeah. could be responsible for proving that there was no god. No, you I I think you would if you think of all the people out there just living their lives, doing their thing and all of a sudden heaven and hell wasn't a reality for them. Their moms just died, but they're okay because they know their mom's in heaven. They're going to see them after. You take but all that away from them. That like since they were a kid. If they were told since they were a kid, people die and it's okay and we remember them. Like you replace it with something else. I think I some think people religion is really need because to people cling know how to, to tell it. their kids the real stuff. But I always think my my whole yeah. thing was always like God is basically Santa Claus for adults. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and at a certain point we accept that at a certain point, we think Santa Claus is real, and then at a certain point, we're told that Santa Claus is not real, and we still, you know, move on with the rest of our day. So at a certain okay. point, if you realize that, oh, God wasn't real, but it was something that, oh, I was told to believe in, so I, you know, didn't go out and steal things and kill people. But some then, people just cannot handle that. See, I, right. think, I always thought that God was basically the gap in our knowledge. Right. It's well, everything we can't understand yeah. or explain yeah. is... But that's essentially what magic is. Everything is. happens yeah. for I mean, a reason and well, that kind of stuff. And yeah. we yeah. know it exists, but we don't know why or how it actually works. Well, the, the, the more the more I get no, into science, the more I believe knows. in God, which well, is kind they of just funny. Know it but, does. Giant, <laughs> giant astral bodies, anything with mass has gravity. Right, right? but I mean, there's no. But that's just a thing that is. It's not right. an explanation. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. you know, physical laws are laws because they happen to work that way. But I think, I but think, there's no right. reasoning behind. I think it. that I think that's a nice thing about believing in a god. But I also think God, in so many ways, makes people unaccountable for their own actions because then they yeah. can be like, "Oh, right. well, I shoved that person in front of the car. Oh, but don't worry, God will forgive yeah. me." Yeah, right. It's but a it good always... way to not sweat the small stuff, but it's not a good way to excuse the big but stuff. It, yeah, it, yeah. It gives yeah. you an it gives you an out in life, basically. Right. Yeah, but do you think that's the, not the idea the absence of that belief i mean i personally am not a believer but do you think absence of that belief would change anybody's actions or moral justification of what they do i think it would if people still held them accountable because there are still people who have those strong uh you know beliefs in right and wrong and and that that's a blurry line right and wrong but i mean don't hurt people don't steal stuff is probably yeah, but all my we point really is need. a guy like rory moore 
yeah. still claims he's like on a religious crusade. Right. He's about yeah. as low as it gets. Right. So what's the so value in religion? Think, so yeah. do you think if there was no God in the picture, this guy would suddenly go, not have some other reason? For no, but he wouldn't he have so many people siding with him because they were, he was part of the same club. Maybe who knows? Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's it's it is a. It I don't is. think I don't think it's significant enough. I think it taints the whole thing when people use it as an don't excuse. Don't talk like dirty that. on the <laughs> don't, bring up the t- don't bring up the T word. I said taint. <laughs> I was looking Simon right in the eye when I said it. Well, at least it was in the eye. <laughs> okay, question. Look me in the taint when you say that. Okay, question number six. Question number six. Uh, would you rather walk in on one of your parents masturbating or would you... Um, yeah, would you rather walk in on one of your parents masturbating, or would you rather have them walk in on you masturbating? That's re- the easiest one the of them all. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. What's which which, which one's that? Which oh, I mean, who wants to be interrupted? <laughs> 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 I mean, seriously, like, right. Like, I don't want anybody walking in on me in the middle of that. Now, you had said this in another podcast, and I don't know if this is part of this question, where you had to maintain eye contact for 20 seconds. Yeah, there was a – well, we're not going to hold – Because that just makes you really perverse to invent this reality. So the first first part of the answer is I don't want to be interrupted. Like, I'm trying to go somewhere here. Let me get there. But the other side of it is, my dad's 89. <laughs> like, I'd be thrilled if I walked in. I'd be like, oh, there's life in the old guy yet. Yeah. It would be like a nice thing for me to see that. Really? You can still get one? There's hope for the future. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess there's that that side of it, too. Because I, I thought that as well. It was like, point. if you walked in on one of your parents, then there would be that moment of like, oh, well, you still have those urges. And so I, and I can't imagine someone... Being like my parents' age and just masturbating and not trying to, you know, also like have sex with his wife, you know, well, which would be my mom, I suppose. <laughs> uh, but you know what I'm saying? So I can't believe someone would just do one. And, I can't and not imagine even not having sex with your mom either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> anyone in this room who hasn't had sex with Dave's mom? I don't uh, think so. my, no. Yeah, my dad was. No hands in. raised. Nope. Um, That's all of us. <laughs> the, uh, I think I. Uh, yeah, I think I would rather wa- I would rather have walk in on them as opposed to them walking in it's on me. It's more humiliating yeah. being caught in the act, right? And being exposed. Basically, I just want to humiliate my parents. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I would I would pick them walk on me. Yeah. Okay. Just cuz you're kind. As a couple, I don't know why they're <laughs> Or just <laughs> let's see what Katie's doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why does she have her door locked? Well, let's yeah, just kick it in. Been in there a while. Yeah. I just f- I would get over the embarrassment a lot quicker than I think either of my parents would like it would be really awkward for a while well if they caught me i'd just be like hey guess what yeah i guess i'm a grown woman now like i don't know i guess it would be always that that moment of like yes we heard you groaning who would (laughs) who would want to explain more afterwards or who would feel the need to explain hey listen you know what i'm still see that makes it even funner i'd love to like Go sit my parents down after and be like, uh, do oh, you guys have any man. questions about <laughs> what you saw in there? <laughs> like, we don't want to talk about this again. Right. Yes. All right. Well, where did the fourth guy Big go? Big Mama Kay's going to explain some <laughs> things to you. Sometimes when you're single and you're alone, like, I think I would have I would yeah. make a big joke oh, out man. of it. This is a tough <laughs> now one I want, for me. Now I'm going to go home at Christmas and, like, just do it. Just masturbate see the whole time until they catch me. <laughs> 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 at the dinner table. Put food off the edge of the table and see if they look. I don't know why I had to act that out. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't. I I don't find either of these scenarios really uh, preferential. I, uh, um, but yeah, at first I thought walking in on them would be better because I'm like, ah, yeah, whatever, boom, I can deal with it. And 
I haven't been exposed. I haven't been humiliated. But then I feel like I would feel guilty and worry about them worrying about me seeing it. Yeah. And I don't want to carry that. So if they walked in on me, I'd just be like, ah! And then, like, I know they would never bring it up. But I feel like it'd be a bigger deal if I caught one of them. Did we say both parents or one No, just, you're just walking in on one parent doing it. I want them both to find me at the same time. <laughs> and then you want to walk, or you yeah. walk in on both of them individually I don't want to Yeah, think in about, different corners of the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I really don't. With uh, VR glasses on. <laughs> I don't want to have to think about which one I'd rather walk in on. Because I feel like I have an answer, and I don't want to even go yeah, there. Yeah. Okay, um, now, now uh, <laughs> so which one, okay, now, either they walk in on you having sex with someone else, or you walk in on them having sex with each other. Well, that, isn't that kind of the same thing? No, no way no, different. In, in one. I'd definitely rather walk in on them having sex. Yeah, I would well, rather. that's how I feel, yeah. So, yeah. You, you, But you'd rather them walk in on you if you're by yourself? Yeah. Because then I'd have to introduce them to whoever I'm fucking. You're assuming probably they not don't know that? The guy, okay. That's I don't, in this scenario, do I have to live with my parents again? Like, are they no. just showing have up? Have I been seeing someone we for We live a across months? the country from each other. Yeah, they show up at my house. Yeah, don't don't consider things like, do they know the person that you're having sex with? Well, it's hard. They're just, want, I mean. <laughs> what airline did they take to get there? Did they check their luggage? These are questions. we on a plane at the time? Yeah. <laughs> Who's doing us. security? The, um, <laughs> well, uh, Call back. I think, yeah, I think I would have a. Uh, yeah, I would choose to walk in on one of them, and and then I think I would probably choose to walk in on them having sex as opposed to having them walk in on me having sex. Because, you know, I don't want to have someone else subjected to, you know. This conversation doesn't better the world at all. What are we talking about? <laughs> no. Why are we like doing this? For, for like everyone who's been know. caught in either situation being like, I know, right? Neither's preferable. <laughs> yes. No, ideally. Feel my pain. I'm, yeah, I'm glad I haven't said that for every answer. Neither's preferable. You know what, though? I'm just thinking. I think I'd still rather have my daughter walk in on me. Yeah. And I'd rather walk in on my parents. <laughs> have them walk in on me or me walk in on my daughter. Yeah. I think it's easier to look at like your mm. parents having sex than your kid having sex. Yeah, that's true. There yeah. you go. Yeah. I've so. thought of it now from both sides. <laughs> uh, so, I, so to do the least damage to the fewer fewest amount of people, it makes sense for people well, to walk in on their your parents. parents have had sex because here you are. Yeah. Right, yeah. It'd be nice to see it again. You're like, wow, still in love, nice guys? Nice to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> Still this is how you did it. I was wondering where it came from exactly. Yeah, you don't. It really you don't, is a Merry Christmas. You don't, you're a cowgirl. <laughs> yeah, you know. Wow, yeah, hey, see that nice technique, Dad. Uh, I don't. You, you you don't have to like. You don't have to stick around and watch. You can just be like, oh, holy shit, sorry. And yeah. Close the door. But um. But yeah, I I, I still stick. Yeah, with I mean, my there's two a camera answers. in your phone, right? <laughs> you just have a camera just coming into the room like that, and then. Ooh, look out, you porn. Here they come. <laughs> All yeah, over the place. I don't think a week later either is going to matter. Uh, I don't, yeah. I really can't pick one over the other. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, so final question is, uh, where were you on September the 11th, 2001? I have an alibi, Dave. <laughs> 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 this is an investigative report. So you've been waiting, holding that one in. Look at him. <laughs> one answer to all these questions. <laughs> Yeah, what is your alibi? Hmm? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I know, I remember exactly where I was. Where were you? Well, I, my daughter was less than a year old. I was in bed with her, and uh, she was. Just you watching her? Or was she watching up. you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were snuggling, and I clicked on the TV, and I, honestly, it looked like a, 
It looked like a bad Hollywood movie. It looked like a Jerry Bruckheimer movie. That's what yeah, I mean. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it was unbelievable to see it. It was just like this is actually happening. I I was in a grade eight, I think, because I remember I saw the first tower before going to school went down, and my dad told me he's like, well, this because the planes had hit both, and then the first one collapsed, and my dad said the second won't collapse. And he was explaining the actual like structural integrity of how high the plane is compared to how l- much lower the plane was in the other one. Is he a, is he and a nine eleven sort of conspiracy theorist? Because n- uh, a lot n- of people are sort of like, oh, the no. Plane was but I I am a little bit after that. After he's kind of explaining, my dad does a lot of like builds houses and construction. Like he it wasn't just like like he knew what he was talking I about he was a little a bit. He's also a policeman. Yeah. Oh. But uh, okay, seven so things. Sure. Is he a but yeah, he, he also has sex and he likes Bon Jovi. It doesn't matter what <laughs> questions there yeah. is. Yeah. Is your dad Batman? Her dad's <laughs> every man. It might just be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So but that's so when and then I was in grade eight and that's when there was an announcement over the school when we turned the TVs on said uh and we just just saw the recap of the second tower falling and I was just like my but my dad explained to me the second one's not gonna fall so I I've always mm. since then I don't I don't think I'm a I don't know, conspiracy theorist, but I've always kind of wondered being like, looking at it, you're like, hmm, just. Yeah. Hmm. It, it, you know, other structures that it might not have taken down the whole thing. So it kind of makes me wonder. Whereas, whereas the first tower that went down, it makes more sense where the plane kind of hit in the middle that the whole thing's going to collapse. Yeah. But it's, I, again, I don't know. That's, yeah, science I mean, and physics enough to, to actually say yeah. it. Well, I mean, a so lot of people say that it defies most science and physics how they basically the building imploded. And it was a. It looked like a controlled demolition. But so you were yeah. in grade eight. Yeah. All right. And but I didn't know about the trade towers until uh, until that happened. Really, I didn't know a lot about New York. So. Yeah. I um myself, I was on a. Uh, I was uh, doing a day of uh, uh, TV extra work on the show. I was playing a cop on the show, uh, Blue Murder, which I think was on for a few seasons. I think they eventually changed the name to something else, but. Um, I remember we were in a um, baby blue murder. <laughs> Nobody the, has hands. Uh, um, <laughs> baby uh, blue murder on the yes. Orient Express. After that, I think <laughs> the. Uh, but uh, we were sh- we uh, they 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 rented out someone's house in like Scarborough or something like that, and uh, so they were shooting a scene in a garage where it was um, the the garage was taped off and it was like a crime scene, and so the I remember the director getting everybody, the crew and the cast all around. Because um, a lot of people were watching the, because the family who owned the house had gone away for a few days, and so we'd had just uh, people were just watching TV in the living room, and uh, so it was just CNN on, and yeah, it was looked like a, a, a crazy action action movie, and uh, the I remember the director saying, "Listen, we all know people in New York, we all have friends in New York, we all love New York, but uh, we're here shooting this, so we either leave now, and, or we just finish this day of shooting." And uh, you know we carry on, and um, you know either we do it now or we have to come back to the same location tomorrow and shoot it then. And everyone was like, "Okay, well, let's just get back to work." And wow. you know things were out of out of our. That's yeah, what, that I was the so. weird yeah, thing. It was sort of like it was like, so many things were out of your. It's like when you see something like that, it's out of your control. Like you don't even know what am I supposed to do now. Mm-hmm. But it's weird. It's like it was clearly one of those moments. I could even tell then it was clearly one of those moments where people were going to ask you, where were you on this date? 
Yeah. It's like clearly one of those things that we're all supposed to remember where we were and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and who is the one true God? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. uh, no, not uh, gravity. Gravity. The uh, what? Uh, and do you remember where you were? I do very clearly. Uh, I for some reason I had always been infatuated with New York my whole life. I'm not sure why. I loved the Yankees. I loved the idea of going to New York City. My dad took me there for my 21st birthday for a weekend. And I still have pictures with the, the two towers behind it. And that was just a couple of years before 2001. And I was working at my second radio job. I was working at a radio station doing evenings in Sault Ste. Marie. Ooh. Bragger. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I came in usually around 11 a.m. or something like that because uh, I had a, I, I stayed later. And uh, when I came in, there was nobody in the station. And usually it's pretty bustling. There's people all over the place. So I went to my desk and I thought, oh, where is everybody? And a guy came, was passing my office. He said, hey, where is everybody? And he said, did you see the news? I said, no. He said, come with me. So, you know, we have like a newsroom at the radio station and everyone was in there. And at this point, the first tower had fallen. Yeah. And I was like, what? And then I saw the second one fall. And uh, not everything after that is super clear. I feel like we were in there most of the day just not really believing what was happening and i think we switched to sort of 24-hour news coverage we yeah. were we were an easy rock station and <laughs> that didn't really seem appropriate somehow and uh yeah i mean i'll never and now here's that. america what's with no name <laughs> it was uh it was the quietest day i've ever had at a workplace well i remember uh as i was listening to the howard stern show that morning when he was still on terrestrial radio mm. and uh it was just you know the show started at i think it was like at 7 a.m or something like that and uh so it was just a regular howard stern sort of wacky sort of show and um they were. I remember they were talking about uh, Kid Rock and Pamela Anderson were seen on the town having a, going out on a date, and that was there. And you know, and Howard Stern's like, "Ooh, ooh oh, Pamela Anderson, I'd like to do her." And uh, <laughs> then, uh, and, oh, that and, Howard. And then, uh, oh, so Howard, clever. oh, so crazy, <laughs> yeah. Howard. He gets then, to oh, the deep ooh, thoughts, ooh, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> ooh, did you see her, Robin? He's ooh, a poet. The uh, so it's uh, and then like I remember the producer, you know, the producer Gary Delabate came in and then made some comment about a plane. Baba booey, baba booey. Yeah, and he uh, came in and made some comment about the plane going in, and uh, and then they kind of just brushed it off because plane like, a plane flew into the Chrysler building, at, at, you know, back in the twenties. Yeah, accidents happen. Yeah, like no one, no, no one paid attention. And were to they it. close to that? How close was that? Was uh, no, the, I mean, you know, and the, the I think it was. Because the World Trade Center was like right by the, uh, I don't want I don't want to say the coast, but it's yeah, like but, uh, the, but on the, the on the island yeah. of Manhattan, the World yeah. Trade Center was like right at the edge, yeah. or basically at the, on and, the water. And they were at K Rock. Uh, yeah, and so I think they were on the other closer. far farther yeah. end of the uh, of the island, and then so once uh, once the second plane hit, then they were sort of like, okay, well, this is pretty serious. Something's going on. Mm-hmm. And then I remember Howard just being on the air for the next like five hours. But I think once the uh, Second plane hit. Uh, then I remember being there, and then uh, uh, just taking off my headphones, and then just going upstairs and watching CNN at this right. house yeah. that they'd rented out to shoot the TV show in. But um, it's amazing how many you know moments happen in history where you're sort of like, oh, okay, I remember where I was yeah. when this happened. And when I remember happened. when Diana died, where I was too. I was at my girlfriend's basement, and we were we watched a movie with another couple, and then as soon as it turned off. We saw that she died in the car crash. I, uh, do you remember where you were when that happened, Katie? Yeah, I was at my friend's house, and I went. My mom's English, so I went and told her I was like, "Oh, Princess Diana just died." And my mom was like, "What? 
No, you're making this up. And I, I, I didn't really know who Pri- Princess Diana was more right. than just kind of a public figure. I'm like, why would I make this up? Like, I don't even know. Yeah. Like, why would I come home and just lie to you? My <laughs> mom was just, like, could not believe it and then started watching on TV. But I realized that's such a big part of her kind of history. Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially someone who... For so many people here, it's almost like saying Paris Hilton died. And like, <laughs> much what? more than that. Are you serious? Much more than that. No, I've been waiting for The that. whole Kardashian family. No, but what? like, but so I could, uh, like, I was surprised how much it really affected her. Because right. I didn't, I thought I was just telling her, like, you know, when a celebrity dies. And they're like, oh, they had a yeah. good life. Or, oh, that's too bad. That's tragic. But she was very well, taken back uh, by it all. That so. generation was really into the royals. Yeah, yeah, huge. Yeah. yeah, And especially coming over to England, like she can still follow the yeah. royals kind of in all our newspapers and things like that. Mm. Like it's a nice attachment so you can see how that's all of a sudden just kind of... But you know what I think too is I think yeah. a lot of times... Did you like plates? No, we didn't have any plates. Okay. I think the, but I think no the royal family stuff. too... Our at grandparents that, do. They have yeah. all the... Yeah, I think the royal stuff. family too yeah. at that point or yeah. even just television and celebrities at that point, there wasn't sort of this wave of reality TV where and there wasn't social media. So... Uh, yeah. the, the royals and celebrities, for the most part, seem so out of reach, you know? Uh, yeah, and, true. And so now they seem so much closer. It's like you can literally, if yeah. you want to tweet George Clooney, yeah. you can literally <laughs> go on Twitter and just say, hey, fuck you, you stink. And, you know, as opposed to like back in the day, you'd have to try to find, well, where am I going to get my fuck you, you stink yeah. letter? Uh, <laughs> I have to find his management. Is it going to get yeah. to him? Who knows? And then you've probably cooled off by then. Yeah, exactly. And then by the time <laughs> you get all your stationery together, you're know, like, ah, George Clooney's fine. I don't yeah. Know yeah. The only time back then was like the big events. Like when the royals came over to Canada, my mom has pictures that she was pregnant with me. And it was like, you know, when they flew down and I think they did like a stampede breakfast or something with like Calgary. She was so excited about that. And it's wow. Princess Diana and Prince Charles. And it's. Like, you know, that's the only time you're going to be close to these royals and they're back off again. So she's like near that event in that picture or she's holding a newspaper up or like. What in which is like a Lee Harvey Oswald? She's oh no, she's just the, it's just, it's just oh yeah, my mom's my, the, it's just them at the stampede breakfast and it's her oh, pregnant there. eating and then it's like print pictures of like Charles and Diana who are obviously not eating because they're in public doing. So they had an event where anyone who wanted to could have a giant breakfast with them. Well, it is was you, yeah, you couldn't talk with them and stuff. No, they have so much security. But I think it's like a big. It was like a stampede, like pancake breakfast, and then there's also the meeting the royals. I mean, they were very nice. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd have to see exactly when it was because I know I know it was. Stampede's about a month before I was born. I was born a month later. But it was, Simon, yeah. do, you, do you remember where you were when uh, Diana was uh, not with us? That's actually another conspiracy theory that the royal family actually was the responsible Knocked for off, ki- yeah. killing Diana. Yeah. They Don't tell give, Katie's mom that. Yeah, they, <laughs> didn't, they didn't want Diana. Oh, she to knows give, all the theories. She they didn't want up. Diana to give birth to uh, Dodie Alfred's uh, baby, and then, oh, uh, then, the, then the bloodline would be so disrupted. Do you remember yes. where you were, Simon? More incest. I don't. No, I remember where I was. I, I remember yeah. I. Um, I was doing my first road gig uh, <laughs> with Yuck Yucks, and we huh. were put doing a show with uh, Glenn Foster at the Peterborough office. I love him. And I bombed horribly, <laughs> so badly. How far it was your career was disastrous. Uh, I it's a whole lot of tragedy that day. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who got it? Who, know what was who the worst? Who got it the worst? Yeah. Yeah. She was in bits and pieces <laughs> in the Paris tunnel, tell. and I was just eating You just pan. wished you were dead. Yeah, yeah, exactly, on the ride home. Uh, but, a few uh, things died that day. I, was, I think I was maybe about <laughs> was a year. Somehow I was a year and in, in, uh, in a half into doing stand-up with her, uh, and somehow the Yuck Yucks uh, gave me this gig, and it was just, I did not... Uh, yeah, I did not do well that night, and neither did she. So, did you we, we have, have something to, in common. Did you ever have to go on right after? I hearing remember Elton John's song about your Peterborough. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do, do you ever have to go on after hearing something terrible? 
uh, either personal or public. <laughs> you, uh, I, your next guest is, and then my name was called. So <laughs> right. that was something. Uh, I had to follow Dave Martin. Once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. Ouch. Did you ever try to think of just nothing? Yeah, pretty hard, isn't it? Yeah, something always keeps sneaking in there. All right, all right, all right. Okay, great. There we go. That was episode 12. I hope you had a good time. Um, I want to thank all the guests for coming down. Katie Westerman, who you can find at katiewesterman.com. And uh, Simon Rakoff, who you can find at simonrakoff.com. And, or, and, and Jason DeLine, where you can find at jasondeline.com. Or you can check out his podcast at Comedy Album Book Club, uh, the podcast available on iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. So, Joe, go check out those two and check out Jason. Uh, and thank you uh, to them for coming down. And uh, we will be, uh, you'll know, look forward to the next uh, episode, episode 13. And uh, thank you very much for listening to this episode. Uh, please like, subscribe, uh, give a review. And uh, you know where to find me, DaveMartin.com. And you can find me on Facebook. And uh, uh, thank you once again for listening. Hope you all are having a wonderful 2018. That is the last time I'm going to wish you guys a New Year's uh, celebration, Eve, day. I'm just, that's the last New Year's I'm going to say to anybody. It's fucking January. Get over it. It's a new year. Move on. You can't stop it. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Take it easy.